0: Welcome back to the lockup bringing you inside the ring of combat sports. I am your host, Dylan Reynolds, joined today by my wonderful co-host, Joshua Klein. How's it going today, Josh?
1: Nah na na na. Na 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 na. Hey, hey, hey. Goodbye, Vince, which I predicted. Woo!
0: You did. Um give give you your props there. You know, uh, the I I can fully admit that there were some things I said in our Vince episode uh, that I did not correctly uh, guess that you very much more uh, guessed correctly. So we'll give you your claps there, you know, give you your flowers while you're here. We'll get it. I
1: can't wait to discuss what we go from here because when we discussed our Vince episode, it was like a lot of what ifs he leaves. Well, now we're able to discuss Hey, he is gone. Now what does that mean for the WWE? So that's mm-hmm. kind of what today's show is gonna be about today, is that we're just gonna dive in to why Vince, you know, resigned on Friday. Well by the time this is on on by the time this is posted, it's been two Fridays. Mm-hmm. But uh we'll go through that and let's get what's I'm I'm ready, brother.
0: So this was something that I mean <sighs> especially if you are a hardcore wrestling fan an internet wrestling fan, like this is something we've kind of been talking about for like over a decade now, as far as like, Oh, you know, what's it going to be like when Vince is gone? You know, you have these memories and like over time, you know, it became ah, oh, triple H will take over, you know, Oh, it'll be like in a gold, black and gold NXT, all these things. I got to admit it still doesn't feel real to me. Uh, it still feels like I'm in a dr- in a dream. Not in the sense, sense I like. Oh, I'm just so happy that this guy's life is r- changed forever, ruined or whatever. Like, just in the sense that I never thought it would actually happen. Um, I I really thought Vince would be in charge until he died. <laughs> died. I mean,
1: the fact that it, it's he's not and like not control the company non-control creative and he's still alive is amazing because people was like hey vince is gonna step down willingly well i don't uh, quotations on willingly quotations and he's not like and he gives his rights to like, to triple h like triple h is now ahead of all creative that's nxt that is smackdown that is raw that's the premium line of vince that they like they called like we're now in a now a I think we're now in a, a time of WWE where it's now like, all right, excitement's gonna be building again because something new is coming. It might not be right away. I'm more like it's gonna happen right after SummerSlam. Um but um which which well, you know I'm curious to see what they do with Austin Theory. Well I guess theory with that money in the bank, because that that's that's Vince's boy. Well Vince is not mm-hmm. there. Okay. What well, do they do with Brock and Roman? I mean Hell, there was a rumor that Brock was pissed that Vince retired. I think that just a rumor, and ha ha ha! I think Brock is Brock, and he's, as long as he gets in the green, he don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm curious to see how SummerSlam shapes up and see what direction they go, and see if there's not a lot of weird finishes. I think Triple H will bring back Pro Wrestling into WWE. They might still call it uh, sports entertaining entertainment, but I still think there's going to be a lot of pro wrestling at its core. At its core. And, we'll, and we'll finally see people who should have been elevated will finally get elevated. Maybe we'll finally get a real Kevin Owens run. Like a real one. But that's just me being a stupid mark. But whatever. Especially a WWE mark. I didn't realize it was a WWE mark still until fucking Friday. I was like Vince is gone. I'm just like Oh! Nakamura is going to be the King of Strong style, like all that shit. But. I mean,
0: I, I, I wouldn't even really say that. It's just you being a WWE mark. I mean, this is something that I think a lot of people, whether even me, again, I've said it multiple times on the show. I haven't regu- regularly watched WWE in close to four years, um, even just checking in on things. I rarely do it. Uh, this is something that I feel is only good for the entire industry. Um, and there's a couple of different aspects of it. We'll kind of talk about throughout the show. But one of the most important aspects I see that you touched on there is like there's going to be changes. It's not going to be instant. Um, Josh, you know, I again, may, maybe Josh is going to be right. Maybe Josh is the one who's going to be predicting things right on the show. And I'm going to be the negative Nancy. Um, but I, I think it's going to take a little bit of time, and then this is the other point that we'll talk about too on the show, is that the big thing with everything going on. So Stephanie is not just the interim CEO anymore. Now Nick Kahn has officially been raised to co-CEO alongside Stephanie McMahon. Um, a, I think that point is just specifically a to to help investors feel a little bit safe. Yes, you have your McMahon at the helm still technically, but you have someone who's in business that knows what they're doing. That's also there. Um, On the flip side of that is also that. uh, I think Nick Khan has a lot of plans to sell this company within the next year, because it's been a year, year and a half since he's joined the company and he went from nothing to Co CEO. Uh, and what Nick Khan has done in other companies, as far as like being able to make them more appealing, get the budgets down so that they're making a whole bunch of money so that they look good for to be able to sell. Like, I think that's the thing that I'm hesitant about is even though the product might be good, what if it gets sold? You know, and then if it gets sold, that's a whole other discussion of, you know, does the do. And this is something I think a lot of people actually don't think about whenever they've been talking about, oh, you know, Disney or NBC Universal, Comcast are going to buy it. Fox, possibly. Uh, something I don't see a lot of people thinking about is what happens then. Because then it is a reverse. Re- a reverse in a way a reverse of the wcw situation where then wwe is not on its own it is a part of a bigger corporation uh that makes me a little nervous considering it is the biggest company uh but what are your thoughts
1: okay i mean it's, just, it's just gonna be like AEW, lat like during the you know fighter fest two where it's like shark week so we'll have like a lot of WWE shows spot, like being sponsored by whatever corporation buys them. They're going to have that. But here's the thing is like, it's happening everywhere. I mean, football stadiums are getting sold to corporations. Mm-hmm. Like that's because money is so big and they the like, and things are getting so big to the point where like you need a large amount of cash to provide stuff for us. Um, I don't think it. I guess it's gonna be like a WCW because if you heard about the early WCW days where the corporation, the corporate of Ted Turner's meddling in WCW, maybe caused it to be flat. Like Ric Flair was there, like, but no one really wants to talk about the reigns that Ric Flair have because you know everybody's talking about the Yeti or, <laughs> or just uh, when Hogan Kate went over there and he had like these Kevin Sullivan as a wizard and like. Just stupid crap over there because WCW didn't want to stand apart; they wanted it to be like WWE, and they just did it in this corny, goofy way. I don't see it as a concerning thing. It's just like this is just the way the this world is going, especially because like I live in sports, and this is what sports is going through. I mean, look at the UFC; there's tons of sponsorship all over the dang place. This is going to happen, and I just think it's just going to allow the wrestlers to get paid more. This is good for the wrestlers, and. Because now, if they, if they don't work in AEW, they might look at WWE and go, "I'll go back to WWE." There's a lot of NXT people that went to AEW and go, hey, "It's not really working out for me here." Hey, I have my other options. Maybe Sasha now comes back because she's like, "Hey, Vince is gone. Triple H cares. I will go back." Like, this is actually a domino effect that will affect all wrestling, and maybe it will. Maybe Triple H will start. Digging into independent wrestling again. where now it's a competition, a real competition, a healthy one between WWE and AEW. I don't think, I think AEW to the point where I don't think, I think they can stay on their own. I don't think WWE is going to be able to buy them out, especially if they get bought by another company. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm excited to see where the future is going from here. Maybe, maybe because now Vince is gone, maybe we do an AEW WWE Forbidden Door show. You know how possible that becomes now, because Triple H will play ball. Maybe I don't know. Well, I, I guess I guess I've always been the WWE defender. Even when we worked together at Sherman Williams, I was defending WWE up and down. And you're the, always the negative Nancy about it. But in some way, you were right because I wasn't. I was holding hope of what WWE's potential could be. And you knew what WD was going to be as long as Vince was there. Well, yeah. guess what? Now my thing that I've always saw in WWE can finally be flourished. But how did we get here? How did Vince – like Vince resign? but why? I mean there's news about why he resigned. So, you know, Dylan, take it away. Why? Like, What what made the dominoes drop? Because prior there was like – you didn't think – like no one really looked at the information, the NDAs, and like, as each story came along be like, ah, we don't care. And you said, and your thought process was, it's just going to go away. He's just going to be in power still, blah, blah, blah. But two weeks later, something else dropped and he's gone now. How mm. do we get to that point? How do we get from two weeks ago to now?
0: So, um, to be honest there, <sighs> There has been new information, like new things that have came out um there hasn't necessarily been like a whole nother like oh there was another twenty four a uh, twenty four million dollar hush packer, anything more than like the the twelve million dollar one we talked about on the last show um it was just more information about that uh in that so it was. That that $12 million that was spread across like four different women, I believe it was, um, was something that Vince had paid. And so while well, you're probably sitting there with everything we said on the last episode, well, then what what happened? Because that was the thing with the first one, and that was no big deal. The issue was with that first initial story with the, the uh, paralegal was that he reported that because technically that's something that while he paid the money, that is a benefit and part of WWE. That's a part of WWE's corporate side and the $12 million situation. He did not. Um, so funny and funny enough, uh, it's still not the women and the workers getting any sort of justice. It's WWE is the victim, not the women. At all, uh, which is still something that's not right. But America, I I don't know what to say. <laughs> oh, the um, fact that
1: he's losing his job, like he he had to resign, he no longer has the power that he previously had. So in a way, in a way, the women will get justice because Vince will never have that power to do that to other women again. The man, directly. yeah, directly. I mean, the, now if he does it, he's not. <laughs> he can do it against the law. Um, I heard that the he's actually getting investigated like like legally, mm-hmm. and he had to be forced out because he's gonna get in trouble for what he was doing of what this money was he was using company money to pay off these women as well, some of them
0: yeah, um and like with that that uh, again that goes into not so much what is happening with the women, it is hey, Mr wall Wall Street John you're technically taking money from me by not reporting this on your quarterlies um you know it's it's the investors that are hurt, not anyone else um something I do want to say um this is actually something I think it was this morning I saw the thing um uh, there was some something I was reading this morning about how and i I put a tweet out the other day like wrestling journalists are. Mind-boggling horrible. They live in a bubble. They don't actually understand. Like, I saw so many people. We're so small and I don't really care, anyways, fightful, uh, like all these guys who don't know anything outside of the wrestling news bubble. When they try to explain like the stock stuff that was we talked about in the last episode, or like this one, which was Vince had to give up some of his stock. And so P, the the headline was Vince McMahon forfeits all of his WWE stock. And then you read the article and it's like, oh, he just had to give up this certain amount. That isn't even the Class A stocks, which we talked about last time, which have way more voting power. Um, Vince, This is where I said not necessarily directly Vince can still do things because Vince technically with stocks and voting power and things like that is still in control. Uh that's something that is very hard legally to take away. Um and even those I if I believe whenever I was actually reading up on business insider that whole situation I was talking about a second ago, even Stephanie and like other people on the board were having a similar thing, so it's not it wasn't even just Vince, which was again <laughs> wrestling journalists i don't understand um
1: wrestling journalists
0: are basically
1: gossipers they don't know they're kind of just predicting stuff okay so it's just like hey there's like a rumor that there's like okay i'll give you an example wrestling journalists are just like entertainment journalists when dr strange 2 was coming out there was so many reports about who was showing up in this movie and then when you show up the moon like well none of that was true Mm -hmm. that's basically like Dave, dave Meltzer will say, like, oh, this is what's happening, and it doesn't doesn't happen. Remember the MJF situation? Oh, he got in the plane. He's not going to show up to double or nothing. and You just got owned, you fucking journalist. So it's just, like, grain of salt. When it comes to wrestling journalists, it's a grain of salt, because most of it is opinion and guessing. Mm-hmm. What what WWE insider will, you know... Like, you're not getting from the Vince's mouth, you know? Now, some but, of it could be true. You just... Yeah.
0: You don't know. And, I mean, that, that's whole thing, like... Dave is such a hard thing to talk about for me personally, just because a, in, in the world of MMA, he is still a very highly respected journalist. And I mo- modern real, modern, dude. modern day Dave is modern day. Dave and everything is so different compared to in the eighties and the nineties, whenever the wrestling observer first started, because there. You know, he had direct contacts into the WWF. He talked to Vince almost every week, just like reportedly now he talks to Tony Khan almost every single week. Like if, and you know, there was that long standing rumor that like Jericho was his main WWE like insider and then Jericho left WWE and then all his scoops started being wrong and not being true. Um, As well as just being smart about, you know, (sighs) a lot of the internet wrestling fans for some reason get all mad because like AW specifically has kind of set this whole thing where they talk to the dirt sheets and like these wrestling journalists, but a, they don't give out as much information as like in the eighties and the nineties. And also like they very much go out of the way of like, Hey, this is something really huge and like something the fans will really like. Can you not? Like, and in, in journalism, you have that courtesy. Some, you know, a, a TMZ, they don't give a shit. Just like a, a fucking uh, wrestlingnews.net doesn't give a shit. If you tell them anything, I don't, I'm trying to make money, pal. I don't give a shit. But a, a Meltzer or uh, usually a Fightful, they're a little bit more like, okay, yeah, we'll we'll play ball because, yeah, this is something cool. You know, the, the Hangman stuff, uh, all the stuff with AEW first launching, like, it it, journalism if you have integrity at least which a lot of wrestling journalists in my opinion don't
1: um well surprises in wrestling is is like awesome we love surprises when we do when the audience doesn't know what's going to happen that is the best Mm -hmm. so when tony's like i'm buying roh the dirt sheets were talking about streaming like oh it could be the hbo max deal they finally got that and when tony's like i bought roh people were like yo or the forbidden door like Mm -hmm. they didn't know that was gonna happen and we fucking lost our mind i remember when they're like forbidden door i was like holy crap (laughs) roh i'm just like oh i remember roh because it would show up at 11 o'clock at night on dayton tv and i was like i i I, dude dude i kick myself now for not watching that show because i could have saw punk there i could have saw samoa joe like oh man, like I hope, and now since it's AEW, I'm like, please get that streaming service right so I can go back and watch those classic pay-per-views. Mm. Especially since the old Seth Rollins and all
0: that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, o- overall, I'll I'll get off the, I'll get off dragging wrestling during this real quick, but, you know, that that's a, a whole big thing, like I'm just going to let that one go because I'm just going to keep talking about how shit a lot of them are. Um,
1: I mean, it, it's literally I mean, called the dirt sheets. And, and, and Meltzer in the 80s and the 90s, they had kayfabe. Because Kfabe is dead and there's things called social media, anybody can be a journalist. There's rumors flying everywhere. People are trying to get an edge into the business. But, but the problem is, it's like, you know, I guess that's why kayfabe was so awesome because you didn't know what was real and what mm-hmm. was fake. And now social media is around, which. Here's the thing, kayfabe was going to die as long as soon as social media showed up. So don't blame other wrestlers. Don't blame the click and the curtain call, dude. It's all fake, not fake. It's performance. Okay, Mm it all was going to come out, no matter what. No matter what. And here's the thing: if you're a real wrestling fan, you love that backshits drama, anyways. Like that's that makes it juicy because like you really. And now since Vince is gone. No, wrestlers don't have to feel like they have to bow down to this one man. Uh on Monday Night Raw, Roman Reigns says, "Your daddy's gone. Your daddy ain't here no more." To to Austin Theory. So it's just like, yeah, like you don't have to treat Vince like your dad no more. Like I'm excited to see what Triple H does. How he handles the wrestlers, how do he hand, like is he what about the writers? Because it's like the writers are shit, okay? Or, or is Triple H going to allow like wrestlers to do their own promos? Like, what's going to happen here? It, is the Saudi money coming? Like, I have a lot of questions. It's still mm-hmm. coming. I mean, like, I, I think yeah. they have a partnership that. I think it's for another four go.
0: years. I want to say.
1: Now back to the Nick Khan discussion about like I think Nick Khan's co CEO for the selling of the company, and I think yes. it could be possible once they sell the company the company nikon will go away Stephanie mm-hmm. McMahon will be co uh ceo woman you know chairwoman, and mm-hmm. triple h head of creative which i think triple h wants to be head of creative i don't think he wants to be ceo i don't think he cares about the business side but uh, that corporate side of the business he wants to be in the wrestling business what he fell in love with i mean he was around since the like the 90s and stuff like that as terrorizing mm-hmm. at wcw like the business like the business like I, i'm excited to see like just what like what, what, what does logan paul go because like, he's supposed to be like they signed this multi they, they signed this deal and he's supposed to be part of creative i'm like i don't think triple h is letting logan paul so jake paul Logan Paul into that meetings like ugh.
0: so so i mean in general uh as far as like a sale goes i think So what you're saying is like the perfect plan as far as like NBC, uh, Fox, Disney, whoever it is buys it. The smart thing would be, okay, we have a McMahon so that, you know, okay, we have someone who has the name recognition that can technically be the business side leader. You have her husband, Triple H, who runs creative, does all this stuff. That would be the perfect thing. The thing with corporate America that I'm nervous about is if they're like, yeah, no, fuck you. Get out. Uh, We're going to put some suits in front because, I mean, that's, uh, again, uh, that that's what WCW, which as as much as, and, and again, that, that's my whole thing. That's a horror thing for me. Like, that's straight PTSD for me where I'm like, ooh, I didn't really think about this until now. And, like, a lot of people are like, oh, well, it they won't do that. But we also said that with WCW is let someone, you know, let Dusty, let Bischoff, let whoever is involved in the business keep running it. And then they said, no, we're going to put a guy who, like, is a complete suit, knows nothing about wrestling Hey, uh, let, let's cut Ric Flair's hair. Let's change it black. Let's put him in this Hercules looking like gear. And you're like, that's Ric fucking Flair. What are you talking about? Like, what? You know, and, and that's the thing I'm worried about as far as like the sale part. Again, I'll try to be as positive as I can. If they're smart, whoever it is that's buying them. Stephanie be like the business side, Triple H be the creative side. Just that will make your life ten times easier. As far as, go ahead.
1: Okay, so the the, the difference between your horror story is that WCW was a new company. They didn't have it. you agree? I mean, it, it was NWA, but but they were going for a larger market. So it's just like WCW was trying to create another WWF at the time. So the, of course they had the suits there because. They didn't have a set – like they were doing good in the South, but they wanted to appeal worldwide. WWE is a known commodity. They have a core base set in, okay? If a corporate – like and corporate, if a corporate buys WWE, they just want to keep making money. Like, the thing is the, – the, 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 here's the thing. WWE is making money in spite of Vince's horrible thing just the p- terrible booking, the terrible wrestling, not getting wrestlers over, they were still making money. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing, Triple H and creative could bring that demographic back. The demographic that they have been missing. And it's perfect now because Monday you have Raw, Wednesday you have, aid. Like, you have Dynamite, Friday you have SmackDown, like now you have, I mean, and you can say Tuesday's NXT, whatever they do with NXT, because yeah. wrestling is going to be a whole week fucking thing now. They have an audience. I don't. I don't think a corporate America would like a new corporation would come in and try to mess that up because it's like they have a a set thing. They have a proven product that will succeed, and with a possibility of even like going to higher grounds because now fresh blood, fresh ideas. I mean, not fresh ideas, but like no roll-ups all the time. No, even though like they did a tag team. DQ turned into a tag team match. I was like, oh, I'm done with this. I'm tired of seeing that. Um, I'm excited to see where this future goes because WWE could, like, I don't know. What does it look like in five years? Mm. What does it look like in two years? Like, I, mean, I, I dude, I'm signing up on this roller coaster, man. I'm signing up. I'm back. And, you know, Bray Wyatt could be coming back now. Like, these, these, these wrestlers that Vince didn't like can now come back in WWE as established characters. Maybe the fiend comes back and actually bees the freaking fiend. I doubt that will happen because they really buried the shit out of the fiend, mm-hmm. which I, I think that was the one I was trying to tell you that WWE is great. Cause of the fiend, but whatever, whatever WWE, maybe it gets to the, I don't think, I don't think we'll ever get to the heights of the attitude era. I don't think that will no. ever happen.
0: Yeah. I just can't in modern days. No. Now, 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 now. This is something that I think, I I think people need to also understand too. Whenever people talk about wanting, I wish wrestling was as popular as the Attitude Era and like things like that, is that it's not. It it can be, and in some ways, technically, even right now, like in some ways, it is. um, But you have to look at it at a different way. You know, you have these guys like a Logan Paul who are coming in, that's huge because as much, as much as maybe some people might scoff, be like, Oh, this guy's unbearable. This guy sucks, blah, 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 whatever he has on his own, a built-in brand of Logan Paul. He has the boxing stuff. He has the stuff technically with his brother. He has prime hydration. Like he has like all this following that he can bring to your company. And then you sit there and you're like, well, shit. Now, you know, you have a, built-in market through one person through one brand into, you know, the young 13 to, to 25 age range, like that they didn't really have before, you know, with WWE. And I mean, that's something you have to be smart about as much as like me and you possibly might've liked something like AW brought in Mike Tyson for a, a couple things. Like that's cool. And like, that does help a little bit, but I'm, I'm going to be honest Modern day, as far as like getting your the demo that you want, which is younger people, Mike, T- Mike Tyson just showing up on Dynamite's not going to do that. Oh, I mean. Last,
1: last, last week they had uh, Kevin Gates, who's a rapper. Okay? Mm-hmm. People know who Kevin Gates is, and they had Jermaine Dupree. They were in Atlanta, and they got celebrities from Atlanta to show up. AUW feels like a younger show. The yeah. demographic's there. They're appealing to that. And then anytime they go to a city where they can get, I feel like more celebrities are showing up at AEW more than WWE.
0: More often. um, I mean, you, you, you kind of have that same thing where uh, P PWG has that like real underground feel. So like, you know, you have like, before she even actually thought about joining WWE, you had Rhonda and Shayna and the four horsewomen of MMA, like, there you had like all these celebrities like uh uh Ke- not kevin kevin james uh james vaughn whatever the fuck is vince vaughn yeah that's what james vince vaughn. Vaughn. you were
1: yeah. trying to you're trying to put them together
0: yeah i know uh you know you have like these celebrities where you're like oh there's no way because that's the whole thing you know you see with your bad bunnies and like all these people is like and, and with the wrestlers even themselves we like wrestling versus back in the day it was just a job for the old guys you know like it it wasn't something that there's holes here and there of people that actually did like wrestling but like for the most part you know you had guys who were just like oh well this guy came up to me at a gym and said i would be good at it and then i just did it or i hope i failed out of the nfl so i guess i'll go do wrestling like Uh, colbert
1: uh so i mean Back in the day, it was just like if you had a physique, that's what the promoters were grabbing. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why Ultimate Warrior never understood the business. That's why he was like, like Vince created that character, but the Warrior thought he was the the shit. But if you watch Warriors matches, they suck. The dude didn't sell. The dude didn't. I mean, his finisher move was a splash, but the character, the Ultimate Warrior character, is what draw people in. But as a wrestler. Shit. no shit there's a reason why that I mean they gave they tried to make him the next Hulk Hogan But he failed so they just give it back to Hogan and then and then the youth movement with you know with Brett and Sean and stuff like that happened like maybe this is the moment where those like WWE had those moments where it's time to move on where it's just like all right we, we're, we're with Hulk for a while now it's time to go to the youth maybe this is the youth moment of the 90s where we start paying attention to Brett. And Sean and all that, and all of a sudden, out of that came Stone Cold and The Rock and Triple H. Like, this is just the start. And I think AEW is doing that too. It's this, in its third year. Okay, it's building, especially since you have Punk, Danielson, uh, Moxley. Like uh, to me, Moxley's run as the interim champion. I love it right now. I love Blackpool Combat Club and Moxley being it. Like when he when he came back, it's like it's gonna be like my book's gonna be written in blood dude bleeds all the time he causes blood the dude's sadistic love it wrestling is cool now and if people don't want like and i think it's going to come back especially if wwe just changes it's just going to mm-hmm. bring those core audience back like i might go to a show now like, i didn't think about it i was like no there's no way i'm going to a WWE show and eh. you might rethink about that now you might rethink yeah. about it so i'm excited for the future of wrestling and it, it, to PBG like I've heard about it because it's the hottest ticket. Like it's hard to get to a PB show. Dude,
0: it's so hard. I've tried so many times. It's insane. And like they
1: don't, they don't, and they don't do it very often. So it's just like when, they, mm-hmm. like I want to go to uh, was it GCW? Like mm-hmm. I want to go and see Zach Ryder because like his heel character. Like you talk about somebody in the Indies is blowing up right now, dude. Mac, Mac Ricardo, like as this heel, bad like. Uh, like dude yes okay i want to see a, a death hit the death match man like his t-shirts like the hellfire club it's like the the death match club and him giving the bird like come on like that wrestling's fun again people be happy about that be happy about that
0: Vince is gone bam
1: bam the witch is dead that's what we should say
0: <laughs> yeah and i mean that that's the whole thing too like as much as i may come across especially with this episode and maybe even the vince episode as being like hesitant and things like that on w w e like i I think in the the vince episode I actually said it like i don't want wwe to fail i don't want them to go out of business i don't not want them to succeed because if they don't succeed then the whole thing dies i mean that's just the truth of it um you know like I am very happy that triple H is, is in control and i'm very excited to see what he does it's just again uh business wise you know me i think that there are certain things that you know like a lot of people i've been seeing they're like oh you know back on uh the bro uh not the broken school sessions but stone cold's old network podcast like uh triple h was like yeah man like if i if it, i was in control we get rid of that third hour raw People are like, oh, he's going to get rid of the third hour. It, that's not, that's not a, there's a way that they could convince USA to do it, but you got to remember USA was the one that suggested that because they get hand over fist money for those ads on that third hour. Like what else is going on on USA network at, at 10 PM? I think back in the day it was like burn notice, it was, it, hey, hey, hey! Bruce, Bruce Campbell was yeah. on Burn Notice. I never watched the show, but I was like, it's hey, Bruce Campbell. To, to be fair, I actually do like Burn Notice, but you know, it wasn't a huge. It, it was an okay. It was an okay drawing show, actually. But hey, I digress.
1: the, <laughs> and then the other show, White Suits. You know, with the Duchess was in with Yeah. Prince Henry, wa- Prince Prince Harry watched WWE Raw. And goes, who's that chick? <laughs> <laughs> Um but yeah, and WC Nitro was a 3-hour show and they it were was. able to do it. So it's like I, I, it, I it I I would try I think what what Triple H could do with 3 hours like a 3-hour show that's focused on pro wrestling could be good. It was able to draw your attention. The reason why the 3 hours of Raw didn't work cuz Vince was writing the show and the dude is psychotic, you know. So once again a fresh face, fresh ideas for three hours with all this talent, all this talent, we'll see what they do.
0: Yeah. I mean, to, to me, I think realistically, obviously it's harder than just this, but I I think as far as what I have experienced with raw, especially like the last four to five years, it's pretty easy. You just don't, have the same four or five people be the only people on the show throughout the entire three hours. You, you use I guess now their roster is not super bloated. It's the other way with AEW now, but uh, like you use this roster that you have and you have more than five people be on screen. <laughs> like as as much as we shit on Vince Russo rightfully, mostly Uh, that was kind of the thing that was good about Vince Russo early Raw and like some early parts of his run in w c w was like uh, you you found a way to connect yes the entire show together through all these different things, but like it wasn't just it wasn't just Roman okay, Roman has a promo in the first hour, Roman has a backstage segment in the second hour, and then Roman has a match in the main event, and then that's like your only tying thread like it was as much as it was the stone cold show in some ways like. You had Stone Cold being involved with Kurt Angle or some of the divas or something. That way it wasn't just, okay, we're in ring promo. I'm going to beat you. I'm going to beat you. Backstage promo it gets hit from behind. Oh no, is the main event in jeopardy? Main event. Okay, it's perfectly fine. Nothing happened. Cause that's, that's how Raw is now. Um, raw
1: used to be, well, Raw is a little different sometimes, but it used to be Raw. You open up with an opening, like a segment talking segment the lasts about 20 minutes sometimes it leads to a match sometimes it doesn't and then the, 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 the first match and then usually the main event sometimes you get the run time like oh it's gonna go 15 minutes over or whatever but um, <laughs> that's why I was like I was interested to see how this Raw would open and it's you know it opens up with Logan Paul and Miz just randomly fighting Like it cuts on and just like which is different cause like I was like oh shit did I miss something like uh I should have known they were Madison Square Garden. I'm like, oh, "Of course, like they would do a big show at Madison Square Garden." Which, you know, Jake Paul's going to be boxing, you know, on the 6th. Which is I can't wait I can't wait for our, uh, us to discuss that fight. Dude, um, I'm
0: so excited. Um I mean, there's 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 so much chit chat and shit talk between him and KSI right now. It just makes me just more excited for that because I'm like, dude, I just want to see them both fight. I have Jake, Jake loses.
1: <sighs>
0: Even I think, I think that, if Jake loses, that would make things 10 times easier for the fight to happen because then you can be, because if Jake wins this fight, like we said on the episode where we talked about it, you can sit there and be like, uh, is KSI <laughs> is KSI on the same level, you know, like, but regardless, uh, That is our show for this week. Let us know what are your guys' thoughts. Uh, Are you guys happy that Vince is gone? Are you sad that Vince is gone? Uh, Who's sad? I've been very surprised with some TikTok people. (laughs) Um, Thank
1: you, Vince. I'm like, thank you for what?
0: (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for having shitty TV for the last 15 years. And
1: uh, thank you for holding my favorite wrestler hostage.
0: Literally. Um, with that said, guys, if you enjoyed this episode, if you're on YouTube, make sure to like, and subscribe, of course, leave a comment down below about your thoughts on this episode. If you don't have any thoughts about the topic of this episode, maybe leave an emoji, you know, it helps us with engagement, helps us out. Uh, you can listen to us and watch us on Spotify. Listen to us on Apple podcast, Amazon podcast, anywhere you listen to podcast. And with that said, we will see you guys in the next episode.